Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. I'm at the bright red desk. It is the 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Da, 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 da. I'm going to go watch fireworks at Macy's later tonight or over the East River and watch the fireworks. Um, and it is a lovely, lovely moon in Taurus. Happy day today. We always love that Taurus moon. Gives us a lovely, delicious day. And, of course, the sun's in Cancer, answering to the Taurus moon. So good food, watermelon, deviled eggs, hamburgers, hot dogs, corn on the cob. I'm going to have a shrimp salad a little later. I'm going to grill a little shrimp on the, not on the barbie because I don't have a barbie, but I'm going to grill a little shrimp on the pan. Um, but, yeah, it's that kind of day. So it's a nice new energy, new week. Uh, we are going towards a new moon. There will be a new moon uh, that takes place this week on uh, Thursday, on Friday or rather. I'm sorry, on Friday. And I will be doing a new moon webinar on Wednesday night. So you guys listening to the podcast are the first to know about it. Sign up, sign up. That My assistant put it up, so it should be out there on my website. Um, so we're having a new moon. The new moon will be at 16 Cancer. Uh, and that will officially end eclipse season. Normally, we think of eclipse season as entering, ending, you know, lunation to lunation. So we look at the nodes and we say the sun should be 15 degrees away from the nodes and it's over. So that was technically the full moon eclipse, the full moon that we had like, a couple weeks ago. But because Mercury retrograde was part of this whole eclipse story, um, and he was retrograde in the middle of the eclipse, the one on June 10th, he now is finishing up his journey. So he leaves his shadow on the 7th, which is a couple days, and then tomorrow he has a square to the uh, Neptune. So he tells, you know, because he's been squaring Neptune three times and telling us all sorts of stuff. So when he, <laughs> so if we think of Mercury, you know, he entered Gemini May 3rd. I want you to think of all the things that you have learned from May 3rd through July 11th, okay? And we're not quite to July 11th yet. We're only at the 4th of July. But on May 3rd, Mercury entered Gemini. He entered his shadow on May 15th, which said, "Uh uh-huh, I'm going to tell you some stuff. And then he went retrograde on May 29th. So he was in his shadow when we had the first eclipse in May, that, that full moon eclipse at 5 Sag, Gemini. And then he went retrograde on May 29th, and then he was right in the middle. He was right up there with the moon and the sun in the second eclipse on June 10th. And then he stationed to go direct on June, June 22nd. And now this week on, on the 7th, on Wednesday, he leaves his shadow, right? And then he leaves Mercury, he leaves Gemini and goes into Cancer on July 11th. Now you think about all the things you have learned since May 3rd, whether it's bombings or spying or finding a sibling or finding out your mother had kids with other people or, you know, Gemini news, uh, learning thing, you know, all this stuff that we have learned where we've gone, wow, I didn't know about that or wow, that's interesting or wow, Mercury, what happened? You know, all the times we've leaned forward a little and went, what, what? This has been a mighty interesting Mercury retrograde because it was right in the eclipses and it was designed to show us stuff so we could make decisions. It was designed to reveal things to us so that we went, you know, there was before, middle, and after and like I'm kind of a little bit, 
I'm a little bit surprised by that, Mercury, frankly. But um, I, I get it. I get it. You know, and this week when we had Mars, you know, I said the end of the week was going to be big. Mars was going to be opposite Saturn and then squaring Uranus. So we had Donald Rumsfeld die, who, of course, is a, you know, a war guy, Mars, Saturn, Uranus, and famously said when they looted Iraq, uh, yeah, these things happen nowhere. Yeah, well, who cares? And I'm like, the Iraqi people care. All their, all their antiquities are going out the door with the looters. Uh, we had um, Bill Cosby get released from jail on a technicality because the prosecutors cheated, basically. doesn't mean he didn't do any bad things. It just means... You know, they they broke a deal. Then we had uh, Britney Spears get left with her father as the conservator. I mean, just think of all the news that has come up, all the things that we have learned, all the different aha moments. We had that building fall apart, you know, just kind of collapse in the middle of the night. And we go, oh, wow, you can go to bed at night and just wake up not there anymore because your building fell down? It's been really wild, mercury stuff. And a lot of reveals, a lot of learning things, a lot of understanding, you know, having things told to us in a different way that we hadn't heard before, understanding the nuances of words. So it's it's important for us to, with this Mercury now finishing up. He's still got a couple more days. Remember, we're not done with him until July 11th. But he is telling some tales. He's in his favorite sign. He's hanging out with the nodes of fate. He's been squaring Neptune, and he has his square to Neptune this week, and then he leaves his shadow, and he tells us stuff. And then, then we finally get a new moon in Cancer. So even though I would like to say the eclipse season ended on the full moon, because that's technically when the sun got away from 15 degrees, I'm, I'm giving this last two weeks to Mercury, because he has been telling us stuff and giving us information where we're like, really? Wow. Really? What? What? Really? Wow. And so if we honor the Mercury energy, a lot of changes, a lot of new ideas, a lot of things coming to light, a lot of opportunities to figure things out. Uh, because it was 18, 19, you know, I, my son's at 18, uh, Virgo, I've had a lot of things coming in, a lot of changes, a lot of news, and we are official. We're announcing it officially today. Uh, Rose's play is happening. So if anybody's coming to New York anytime between uh, September 11th, my birthday, that's the night, that's the night her show opens for previews. That shows Rose and I are close, right? Like her play, her first play off-Broadway opens on my birthday. I'm like really thrilled. So I, I'm like, can I come? She goes, you want to come to my play on your birthday? I'm like, yeah. Like we've been working on this for 11 years. I'm, I want to come see it, 11 and a half years. I mean, I haven't been working on it. I've been sitting watching her work on it. But, and then it runs through the October 31st. And Rose is starring in this play. That, 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 that. So that's also very cool. And um, I remember a couple of years ago we were sitting here. I, my assistant Rachel was here and my assistant Rose were here and we were talking about the Sun-Venus conjunction in Leo and what, was, you know, what we had thought about you know, four years earlier in, um, in August of 15. And Rachel had said, I had decided I was going to date people that were good, that were nice, that wanted, I wanted to get married and have babies. And Rose said, I was in a play in Baltimore and it was, I realized I could write a better play than that one was. And so I wrote the play. 
and uh, and that's what they had done over the four years. And Rachel, of course, was getting married in a month to Spencer, her beloved. And now Rachel has a little baby, Sheena, who's gorgeous, and has Spencer's cheeks. And, Ra- and Ru- Rose's play was supposed to be produced last year, of course, but we had COVID. So now it's getting produced this year. So it is official. She is um, officially a playwright, going to be a... Uh, uh, have her show, which is really exciting. So that's official news in our land here, uh, in, the, in the land of the bright red desk. And we're all having official news. We're all looking at our lives and saying, okay, what are the changes? What are we being invited to change? What are we being asked to go forward with? And if we think about what we've committed to and what we've worked on, it's now starting to happen. And then the new stuff that we're committing to this year, February June 14th, December 24th, whatever that is, that gets us into a whole new chapter. So it's very, very exciting and important because we're, we're starting this whole new creative thing. So we're going to watch this retrograde finish up and tell us some more stuff, and then we're going to work with it in a new way. So it's got a very positive forward motion energy. Um, so if we look at the energy of this, then the next thing that happens this week with Mercury finishing the story in that new moon that we have on Friday at 16 Cancer, we also are having Venus come in and take this. She's stepping into where Mars was last week. Mars opposed Saturn and squared Uranus, which was when Cosby got let go and Runcell died and Brittany didn't get released from her trusteeship and all sorts of other things happened in other people's lives. So now Venus steps in and she goes, okay, so Saturn, you know, I have, an, I have a couple ideas of things I want to change here. I have a couple ideas of things I want to change. And then she's going to square Uranus. So she's making decisions. Mars is on the world point this week. So he's very precise in what he's looking for and what he thinks is important and why he thinks it's important and how he wants to shift it. And, oh, I forgot, we left Afghanistan after 20 years. That's the Jupiter-Saturn cycle, too. We left Bagram Air Force Base. Uh, 20 years ago, we were there, 19 years ago, and now we're gone. Mars, Uranus square. Mars, Saturn, Uranus square. And Rumsfeld was the architect of that. He was the Defense Department guy when we went into, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, 2000, 9-11, right? So we have this forward motion of how we're getting, where we're going, what we're doing, what the new direction is going to be. And it's important for us to know that this week as the moon wanes and we release and then we go to the new moon that starts a new two-and-a-half-year cycle on Friday, a lot of letting go this week. Okay, The sun runs from 12 Cancer through 20 Cancer or 18 Cancer. Um, and it has a number of aspects, including uh, aspects to the nodes of fate on the 8th, which are opportunities for connection. It has a hard aspect to the nodes of fate on uh, July 11th, where it's um, in declination aspect to them, asking us to make choices or let things go. The sun has its annual sextile to Uranus on the 5th, which is a creative aspect that invites us to move forward in some new creative way. Mercury this week, very busy little guy, as I mentioned before, he's finishing his square to Neptune, he's leaving his retrograde, uh, uh, retrograde, station, retrograde stationary point, and he's clearing uh, Gemini in general and going into Cancer on the 11th. So we have Mercury running from 21 Gemini through 0 Cancer, and of course Mercury is telling tales. That is his job when he's in Gemini. Once he gets into Cancer on the 11th, he's going to get quiet. <laughs> but while he's in Gemini, he's telling us a lot of stuff. 
So he has the square to Neptune, as I mentioned, revealing more secrets. That's going to happen July 6th and 7th. He's past the square then. So there's stuff emerging from behind the scenes. He has a sextile to Eris, which makes him talk about things and maybe be a little crabby. Uh, he does have some health news for us on the 8th as he aspects the nodes of fate, either our own health news or health news about ideas or where we're going. Lots of changes this week as Mercury squares Vesta, has a sesquiquadrate to Saturn, and has a square to Athena. Remember, he's in Gemini at the back end, so everybody with planets at the back end are getting some kind of aspect. The sesquiquadrate to Saturn is feeling a little stressful about what Saturn's been asking him to do. A lot of times that's when he tells the story. Well, you know, what he made me do was, or what I, had, what I had to do was, and so watch for that kind of story to show up on the ninth, someone to kind of fess up something. Well, you know, the reason I had to do that was this, and, and often getting caught on the eighth, because Mercury's in a hard aspect to Pluto on the eighth. So Mercury is very uh, stressed this week and is really forking over stories. And then on the 11th, he gets quiet. <laughs> uh, so you want to really just take notes because he's like, well, you know, I went digging and I found all this stuff out and, and I'm going to tell you and you, you might not be happy. And you might not be happy, but it's important for you to know it. And if you don't, if you don't know it, then your chart might feel a little stressed. So watch for news coming out. Watch to learn things. Mercury has a semi-square to Uranus on the on the 11th, so he's a little stressed the 11th. But then he goes into Cancer, and he's kind of like, okay, I'm 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 okay. I'm good. Uh, Venus this week is in Leo, and she runs from nine Leo to 17. So as I mentioned before, she has the opposition to Saturn, like Mars did last week, and then she also has the square to Uranus. The opposition. To Saturn happens on the 6th and the square to Uranus happens on the 8th so she's echoing that that little underlying story she also has a nice aspect to the nodes of fate on the on the 5th where she's kind of invited into some new ideas and new relationship energy she's actually got a trine to Juno so you might meet somebody really interesting on the 5th of July that looks like, gee, you could be someone I could hang out with. This could be fun. This could be interesting because Venus is in Leo, the sign of love, and she's feeling a little passionate. And Mars, of course, is on the world point, um, so he's kind of feeling directed and focused. So there's nice energy with Venus, love, and money aspects this week. And then as we get towards the end of the week, she makes some decisions about money and love because she has an aspect to Saturn, an aspect to Uranus, Another aspect to Saturn where she's setting some boundaries or figuring things out. So it's a good week to work on your money matters, on your love matters, on your how are you valued matters, you know, on raises, on promotions, on, you know, what, what, how do you value me, why do you value me, do you value me? Because Venus talking to Saturn wants to understand her value and then talking to Uranus goes, well, you know, if you don't value me, then I might as well leave. This is one of those times when people say things to you like, well, um, yeah, you're not really worth it. <laughs> and and you might go, really? You don't think I'm worth it, huh? All right. Square Uranus, I'm out of here. Or they might say, you're so valuable I can't promote you. And you go, really? Well, that's not very, um, that's not very encouraging. So watch for insulting Venus this week. Don't do it. Say nice things because she, she can get a little insulted with stuff. But she also is very excited. 
you know, she's very thrilled about the idea of change and the new thing is coming in and how it can be and what it can be like. So she's, she's feeling a little anxious, but she's also excited. And, um, and the whole point of this is she's working on deeper levels of creativity um, and what she's going to create because there's change in the air, right? Now, Mars is going to be uh, aspecting Jupiter and aspecting Neptune, and he also was on a world point. So he's like 16, 17, 18 in there, 15, 16, 17, 18. And not having hard aspects with anybody, but he's definitely, um, you know, he's thinking. He's uh, he's in Leo. He's kind of, you know, how like you kind of imagine Mars walking walking to the end of the, the pier, kind of standing there looking at the sunset, thinking about stuff. That kind of energy, you know. So it's contemplating the heart's path, contemplating what's calling him. Mars is on a world point, so his heart path is being activated. A couple weeks, next week, Venus catches up to Mars. And she says, hey, Mars, you want to go do this? And Mars goes, yeah, not this week, but Mars is making some plans. So you want to give Mars permission to make plans this week and to give him plans that allow him to soar, that have him say, you know, if I could... If I could do this, uh, that would be great. Like giving him that bigger vision, that bigger picture. Uh, Saturn this week does want us to renovate, revise, redo our home. He has a hard aspect to Vesta, the goddess of home and hearth. And so he's saying, you know, you have to change your hearth. And that can also be your body. You might be saying, gee, I need to go on some... uh, need to lose some weight like I'm, I'm supposed to marry somebody next weekend <laughs> and I was trying on some of my clothes to figure out what I was going to wear um and I went hey this is kind of tight you know this is kind of I'm kind of like I think I may need to buy something for this wedding um so yeah so it's like I think maybe I need to go on a diet uh Neptune is also sextile series this week which is a lot of Neptune's pretty active this week because he gets the square from Mercury but he's also sextile to Ceres and he wants to create some things and remember Ceres is really happy in Taurus because that's one of her favorite signs because she's Mama Earth so she's got that energy we also have Pluto this week trying to Vesta which gives us a vision of how we want to get there so we have this energy of I think I'm adjusting how I want to get there I'm adjusting the structure it doesn't really work with Saturn sesquiquadrate to Vesta but Pluto has a trine to Vesta so he goes don't worry Vesta we're good we're good we got this now I was laughing the other day because they were saying everybody's gained weight from the COVID and the plane people are flying and they're eight pounds fatter on average than they were last year so the airlines are having to adjust their fuel because they they know how much we weigh and that's how much fuel they burn so they've worked out that most people have gained at least eight pounds which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, and so with Pluto trining series and with Saturn sesquiquadrating series, or Pluto trining Vesta and Saturn sesquiquadrating Vesta, our bodies, our homes, our hearts, how we travel in the world are up for adjustment and or acceptance. I'm good either way. Um, you also have a little energy with Juno, making commitments to relationships because she meets the nodes of fate. And she's also meeting the south node, so that can be Juno ending relationships because she just doesn't want to do it anymore. And with Venus, if Venus gets insulted this week, she might be gone. So we'll, you know, we'll kind of be nice to Venus. She's a little sensitive. Um, then we look at the moon calendar this week. So today the moon, as I mentioned, is in Taurus. Happy birthday, America. 
And um, Taurus moon, of course, is what we call exalted. It means the Cancer sun answers to that. Remember, we're still working with that Cancer sun. So every single time the moon changes sign, the Cancer sun changes its emotions. So the moon is in Taurus through 1 o'clock, 12.57, tomorrow the 5th. And then it's void all afternoon until 9.30 uh, Monday night. And then uh, 9.30 it goes into Gemini. Um, and it's in Gemini uh, Tuesday, the 6th, the 7th in Gemini, the 8th in Gemini until 12.20 in the morning. And then it's void until 9.51 a.m. So it's void all night, Thursday night. And then the moon goes into Cancer on uh, on Thursday. It's in Cancer on Thursday. It's in Cancer on Friday. We have the new moon on Friday at 9.17 p.m. And then the moon goes void at 12.10 p.m. on the 10th. And it enters Leo at 8.21 p.m. on the 10th um, of July. And then it goes into uh, Leo uh, at 8.21 p.m. And it's in Leo on the 10th and the 11th. And and then Mercury goes into Cancer on the 11th at at 4.35 p.m. So we have a lot of energy with Mercury changing out of Gemini into Cancer. That's a big shift. And we also have that nice, juicy new moon uh, in, at 16 Cancer, you know, 16, 18 Cancer, I think it is. Anyway, it's either 16 or 18 Cancer, the new moon on Friday. We'll be having a new moon webinar. You can sign up on my website for it, for that, on Wednesday night at 7.30. Um, the energy of the Donald week, you know, the, the energy where the moons are a little wild, uh, and it's a busy, busy day. That'll be Tuesday the 6th, very busy little day. And also we have the Mercury-Neptune square, and we have the Venus-Saturn opposition, and the moon is pretty feisty. It has a good closing aspect of finding out stuff so you know how to take action. And then um, it, it's a little, the moon's a little bit stressed on uh, the 8th because it has some hard aspects to Pluto. Uh, and so is the moon having a hard aspect to Pluto and Mercury having a hard aspect to Pluto, we have to make some choices. And then, of course, Venus squares Uranus that day. So there's a little chaos and a little crazy, but it's okay. And then the rest of the week, pretty nice. Uh, the closing aspect for the um, the Taurus moon is easy peasy. That's Monday at 12.57 p.m. That's moon, trine, moon in Taurus, trine Pluto, and Capricorn. That's lovely. And then the Gemini moon, the aspect is 12.20 and that's Moon joining with Mercury. Moon in Gemini meets Mercury in Gemini, making decisions about how to proceed. The Cancer Moon, slightly harder aspects. Moon in Cancer opposite Pluto. But then it goes into Leo, and it's content. Uh, and the Leo Moon has a closing aspect of um, a conjunction to Mars. So Moon in Leo joins Mars in Leo, which is party and dance and sing and have a grand old time. So there's a lot of energy this week uh, this week and this weekend about new creative things coming in. And, of course, the new moon in Cancer is always juicy uh, as a new beginning moon. And it happens at 917, so it's in a really creative house, in a really creative part of the chart. So we're really going to be looking at uh, making and creating lots of interesting things with this new energy of the new moon. And we're finally finished with the... Um, we're finally finished with eclipse season, which was very long this year. Um, so hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the energy. And uh, a forward motion we have indeed. So we're, we're making plans. We're figuring things out. Mars and Uranus shuffled stuff last week. Venus will shuffle stuff with Uranus and Saturn this week. Mercury will tell us tales. 
We'll find out things we need to know to make decisions. And then once we hit that new moon on Friday night, we're off and running, right, and into a whole new space. We're still working with Mars and Venus and Leo for the next few weeks. Mars shifts out of Leo on the end of the month on the 29th. Um, so that's a that's a helpful energy. And what will happen over the next couple of days, uh, especially as of Sunday when Mercury goes into Cancer, we're going to find when Mercury goes into Cancer, he's going to work, because he's been in air for months and months now, <laughs> he's going to actually tell us what he feels about all the news he's been giving us. He's going to allow us to do some emotional processing. And remember, we have an idea, which is an air. We have a vision, which is a fire. But for things to actually happen, we have to have we have to have the moon or some planet in Cancer in a water sign, in an emotional sign, where it makes a commitment to do it. And so, when Mercury shifts into Cancer, he will be making commit emotional commitments because he's made intellectual ones but he hasn't put his money where his mouth is. You know what I mean? So he'll be doing that this week, getting ready to do that, and he'll do it starting on Sunday. Uh, so it's an interesting week. It's a, It might feel a little lost, might feel a little overwhelmed. It is, it's got a lot of turbulence, not as much as last week, but it has turbulence around um, clarity, you know. And I, I think one of the things we, we often feel... Um, we we need to know things before we can make a decision. And sometimes, you know, we just don't know. And this is going to be that kind of energy of this week. We just don't really know. But we do know we need to make some change, uh, and that's okay. You know, so that's the part. The parts you know you can change, the, know you, the things you know you want to change, that's the space to focus on because that's the area where you can actually do something. And the rest of the stuff you don't have any control over. So you just smile at it, send it a little love, blow it a kiss or two, and uh, kiss for luck and you're on your way. Right? So um, hopefully that gives you some guidance on how to work with the week. And have a happy 4th of July. Make sure to watch some fireworks and eat something delicious today or tomorrow to celebrate that lovely Taurus moon that, of course, is running our cancer sun. Uh, you can always diet at the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Ann Ortley, signing off from the bright red desk. Bye-bye.